And we're live. Welcome to Don't Be Coy. I'm your host, Uncle Lou. And today I have the honor, pleasure, and the utmost appreciation to have with me today, Mr. Jamal Tresvent. Jamal, thank you for being on the show, sir. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing well. Can't complain. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing pretty good. How's your week been going for you? It's been challenging, but it's uh just glad to overcome the week. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally understand that. So for the folks at home, man, if you don't mind, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm uh, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Moved down here in Mississippi to go to school at Tougaloo. I'm a father, I'm a husband. I've launched my own business, which is in the financial industry called Tresmont Financial Services. And right now, I'm in graduate school at Mississippi College. All right. Thank you for that, man. Um, really interesting to, to talk with you a little bit today about the financial component. So we're going to go ahead and just dive into that real quick. So, like, why um, did you choose the, the financial industry as far as your business? Like, what started that? What started it was an early spark in my childhood. My um, All my math teachers noticed that I had great talent with numbers and then my father always have told me I'd rather for you to learn to manage your own money and learn how to do everything for yourself versus hiring somebody else to come and do your expenses everything yeah so I always, always I've always stuck with that mindset of I want to be my own accountant for my own company because I don't want to be screwed over by someone else Mm. no i i totally understand that man so like uh i'm taking it that's that's what you studied in undergrad at tugula yes sir i got my bachelor's in economics with an emphasis in accounting and business administration okay is that what you're you're getting your master's in right now or you're studying at mississippi college yeah, I'm getting my master's in accountancy right now. Okay. So explain that to me, man. Like, uh, I'm not necessarily familiar with, like, the um, accounting industry or the finance industry like that. So, like, for me, when it comes to, like, money management and things of that nature, it's as simple as just balancing my accounts, uh, making sure that I have checking, savings, pay my bills, all that kind of stuff. But, like, if you could walk through a little bit, like... Um, as you were just saying just then, like right now you're focusing on the accounting side and, you know, you want to be your own accountant. What exactly does that look like? So it looks like on a daily basis, we all have a choice when we get up in the morning or how we're going to plan out our day. Whether it is budgeting on the right standpoint of, okay, well, today I'm going to set so much money aside to what I want to First of the month come around, I'm gonna set so much money aside to where I may spend a hundred dollars on groceries, I may spend sixty dollars for gas on a monthly basis, just so that financial strain won't be there for later on towards the end of the month. 
Yeah. It's uh, putting yourself in a predicament to where you can look up and know that you have peace about your financials, not just, you know, because everybody pay bills, everybody can go ahead and spend money. But at the end of the day, are you setting yourself up now in the present time so that in the future, later down in life, you won't be in a strand of, well, I have to, I have to get a loan for this, I have to get a loan for that. Because you and I already set yourself up in a particular place to where you're financially stable enough to where if anything happened in life, you're able to not have to worry about anything. Yeah. Is this like, so, you know, man, I, I think that that's like a, um, like a whole mindset shift thing, right? Like, you, yes. you, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, yes. You got it's a whole mindset thing. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you decide that it's like I'm not necessarily living just for today, but I'm also living for the future and stuff as well. Like, um, I would say like that's a pretty big step. You know what I'm saying? Like, as I think about like my own personal financial journey, like I had to take my own little baby steps. You know what I mean? And so, like, mm-hmm. what? what are kind of like some of those starting points for someone that's just like um like just starting out i guess you could say you know what i mean so just starting out okay say for instance you you make 200 you make two thousand dollars a month the goal is to not put yourself in a predicament to where you're just out buying, out basically living life. Mm-hmm. Out here um, traveling, just enjoying life, knowing that you only make $2,000 a month. Mm-hmm. It's, a, uh, it's a whole mindset change to where, okay, I got this $2,000. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and Plan my whole month out piece by piece so that you know what you're working with. Because I can use this analogy. You have a lot of people that's out here, NBA stars, NFL stars. You have all these people making millions and millions of dollars. But by year one, at the at the end of year one or year two, they're broke. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact, Hey, I, I make this type of money. Let me go ahead and splurge. Let me go ahead and enjoy myself. As opposed to actually sitting down, planning out their expenses, sitting down, budgeting and everything, investing, splurging. Yeah. It's good to splurge, but it's only good to splurge when you're at peace with everything that's going on. And you can buy you can buy two Mercedes. And it's not going to break your bank. Right. I think that that's a key point right there, man. When you say like um, at peace with everything and trying to find like that at peace moment where it's like, you know, you don't necessarily got to worry about like your your checking account because or your bills or things because you already know that those are going to come in and out. And 
it's either gonna break even or you're gonna at least have some some left over the goal of at least having some left over you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like what are some of the goals that you set for yourself uh, or you would like to achieve uh so when i make my own personal budget i look at the overall aspect of how much me and my wife bring in and it's certain things that we like doing and there's certain things that we know we have to do, like pay bills, go grocery shopping, putting gas in the car. So what I like to do is when each month rolls around, I see how much that we bring in that month. And I set up a a budget for groceries. I set up a budget for our gas. And then I set it to where we have enough personal so we, we don't have to, oh, do we have enough money? So I want to get my hair, for, like for my wife, we got enough money. I get my hair done, get my nails done, get my toes done. I just want to have my little girl's night out. Yeah. Stuff like that. And for me, I have enough money to get my hair cut. Be nicely groomed. Take care of your personal self. Do you have enough money to take care of your personal self at the end of the day? Yeah. Okay. So like I, I think that you're you're going into like a a very interesting topic, man. So like um, you have the privilege of bringing in like two incomes. You know what I'm saying? Like you just said, you and your wife. Like um, when you think about like starting your own financial journey, and it's just like you and yourself, and you looking at like your own finances and stuff like that. I think one of the things that you just said is like making sure that you can take care of yourself you gotta you gotta first realize how much yourself cost uh, mm-hmm. how how does one go about doing that when it comes down to individual before before i got married i wasn't worried about oh i gotta take care of this for this person i was just made sure the living space was taken care of. I, I was making enough money for my living space to take care of. Mm-hmm. I had enough money for gas, groceries, and a little for personal spending. But times I just wanted to do stuff on my own. Yeah. So when it came down to it, uh, that's kind of a funny story. I actually struggled with finances growing up. Because whatever I, whatever I wanted, like, you know, PlayStation 4, like the, the PlayStations, the games and all that kind of stuff, I, I always wanted to buy that kind of stuff. Yeah. But as I got older, I had to realize every month, every year, they're going to come out with something new. Mm. So do I want to take the time out to spend money on something that's always going to come out? Or do I want to take that money, set it aside, save up? To where I know one day when I want to get married, when I come into a marriage, I'm not coming into a marriage after making $2,000 a month. I'm not coming into a marriage only having $50 left over. Mm. So it's a it was a whole mindset change to where I knew I wanted to get married. I knew I eventually wanted to buy a house. I knew I eventually want to have kids so I had to put my start putting myself in a predicament of planning for the future 
Yeah. I had to put myself in a well, I get I can cut out I can cut out driving back and forth to Texas every week. I can make that once a week. I can cut out eating eating out every day to where let me cook on a Sunday. Let me go ahead and cook on a Sunday. Go ahead and go get groceries. Because groceries, you can probably spend $100 to $150 on groceries, depending on what you like to buy. Go ahead and pay for groceries and then cook on a Sunday. And when I cook, it'll last me that Wednesday. So I won't have to go out get lunch. I don't have to go out for dinner. I don't have to go out for no fast food. I don't have to go out keep on buying just random things. All because I know I got the money and I know I'm able to do it. But at the end of the day, I just, just cutting out a lot of things because I know what I wanted to do in life. Yeah. Is this something that, like, uh, I guess you could say you, you learned in, like, school and, like, um, from, like, the accounting side and the business side? Like, I think about, like... You know, whenever you have your cap, whenever you have your operating expenses, like your day to day, how much things are going to cost, like, and then you have your capital account. Um, anytime that you spend something out of your capital account, good business practices, it's going to be an asset that helps to the operations, helps to yourself. So, like, you know, thinking about just what you just said like um making those kind of cutbacks and things of that nature like is this something that you were just learning in class and you you realized like hey this is something that i can apply to my life let me try some of the things that i'm learning in school or is it like something that like you learn through lived experiences because it's like you know man i i think for you you're a very special kind of person right like you already knew how numbers work and you had a very you have a gift with numbers as you were saying and like you went to school for um economics you're in school for accounting now um you even own your own financial business so it's like the mindset that you come in with is like on ten thousand compared to like um someone i can even say like me where it's like, yeah, I know I want these things, but I also want these things too. And so tomorrow, um, it just seems like there's always a brighter tomorrow. Grass always seems greener on the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with that, it was already installed within me growing up, that's always been something that my father has installed in me. School really just only give me the credentials to do what I have to do. But mm-hmm. it's always been something that I've that I've loved doing. It's always been something that's that's been with me. Yeah. And it, it it's been a lifestyle. And I just figured, hey, you know, Stuff that I do as a lifestyle, I might as well make that a business. I might as well make that a company because something that you're good at versus something that 
you've been something that you're good at versus something that's been a lifestyle are two different things. Mm. Something that you've been doing for a lifestyle can change your 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 life in a major way. Something that you're good at, like I'm good at drawing, I'm good at writing, but that's not something that I know will help help build other people. Mm. When it comes down to finances, everybody needs help with finances and because you want to be able how I feel how I how I feel about everything, you want to be able to go to a car lot and buy a brand new car and not have to worry about ooh, only bring this and this amount in every month. Yeah. You wanna go to the car lot, hey. I want to get this car, brand new 2022 Mercedes, and not have to worry about. I might have to, I might have to cut out on eating for a month. I might have to cut <laughs> out eating for a whole two months. Yeah. So it's 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 really just been a. It's really been a lifestyle of. Of working and lifestyle of learning. Mm. Yeah, no. and that's why I really chose the financial. So, like, I think that that speaks a lot of volume there, man. And so, like, um, you know, in this kind of the values that you instill into your own finances, right? Like, you want to make sure self is good. And, like, now, whenever you think about, like, your goals, you're not necessarily budgeting for the the current self. Because the current self is good, right? You're alive, obviously. Mm-hmm. you're more so trying to take care of that future self and whatever that future self may include so like for you you knew that was going to include like the wife and kids so it was like budgeting over self to make sure that they're good and like you know they're enjoying things and stuff of that nature um so like uh how how do you share this with people man like uh i really think that like um i know you talk about having like a business and things of that nature um what are some other ways that you help out like or lessons that you try to share with people um about finances so right now right now i I'm really still learning the game as we speak when it comes down to finances. Mm. When yeah. it comes down with whatever I learn, I like to incorporate I like to incorporate that in helping out others. So like helping out say for instance like for you. The things that I've helped you out with, those are things that I've actually been through in life. Yeah. It's like stuff that I was, I, I've been through it and I've already seen the outcome. I see what you mean. What are, um, what are some of those things that you're trying to experience right now? Like, yeah. Getting my business line of credit will be one of those things. And with that, I'm working on that in order 
Because you don't want to put everything in your name. Putting stuff in your name only draws down on your credit. And when your credit's not good, you'll have to go ahead and try to get loans. Like, for a personal experience, my house. I had to get a loan for my house. Even though my credit was in a good place, you still had to go ahead and get a loan. So now that that loan is in my name, it's on my credit. When it comes down to actually getting the biz on the business side, if I was to do it for my business, my name won't get touched. Mm. The only thing that'll get touched is my business. And the, on the business side, it's not going to impact you like it would if it was in your personal name. Yeah. Explain that a little bit further, man. Like I, I get what you're saying in the sense of like building a business and like um having that to using that leverage to support you but like how does one even just start going about doing something like that taking the time to get mentorship get coaching mm. being under somebody that's already been in that position and learning from them yeah just yeah, just taking the time to learn, taking the time to constantly evolve and not be stagnated at where you're at. Mm. I see what you're saying. What are uh? Constantly, go ahead. I was like constantly growing in your skills that will help towards personal life and business life. So like, it sounds like to me, man. You know, you you make a lot of um, correlation between like finances and like this lifestyle thing and like you were saying it was already instilled into you that um how to manage finances to where it doesn't necessarily control your life but you control it um mm-hmm. yeah I, I i think that do you mind i guess you could say if you could say like some of the top skills that you've learned from that, like as far as um, making sure that you can control your finances, what are what some of those top skills or top lessons that you've learned from that? Being able to on a monthly basis not putting myself in a predicament that's going to hurt anything that's going on. Mm. So, uh, with we can always want something. We can always feel that we have a need for something. But, do you need that for right now in this time period? I've had to learn whatever my eyes see, I don't need to buy. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, being in, I give a good, being in college versus being now in college, I didn't have to worry about having to wake up. Are my lights gonna be paid? Are my am I gonna have gas for my car? Am I gonna have to pay rent? Am I gonna have to pay a mortgage? I didn't. I didn't have to worry about all that kind of stuff. And I was adding more stuff to myself 
versus sitting down. Like, I've had the same car since 2012. Mm-hmm. I've learned that just because you can go out there and get it doesn't mean that it's the right time to go ahead and get it. Yeah. That makes sense. And, yeah, I like tattoos. <laughs> Just because you had the money to go ahead and get a tattoo for that instance. So what if something happened with your car? Yeah, uh, your check engine light come on. And it's something that if you had to fix it, the money that you spent on that tattoo would have been the money that you know, could have been able to fix your car. And your yeah. car would have been back up and rolling. Yeah. So it's just it was a it was a setback to where I had to realize what is a need in my life and what is a want in my life. Mm-hmm. Do I actually need to get another tattoo or do I just want to get a tattoo? Do I need another car or do I want to go ahead and get another car? Yeah. Yeah, just not adding anything to myself that doesn't need to be added in this very moment. Mm. That's a that's a key point right there, man. I was just about to ask you, so like, you know, the difference between like a need and your want, right? So like um, one of the things that you talked about that you want um, or wanted was a family. And, you know, obviously you have one and a beautiful one at that. I think... Um, we all have goals and essentially our Mm -hmm. goals are like wants. And so like um, when we're making that transition, right. From uh, saying like, okay, cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just splurge on all my wants, but how does one prioritize or define like a want that is worth, is worth the spending. So like, um, to put into context like your family right like you knew mm-hmm. that you wanted to get married you knew you wanted to have kids um, and so as time went on you were able to to get to that want um, how did you know when that time was right or like when you made that transition that this was going to be the want that you were going to you were going to cash out on So I, with me, I, I never really was into, when it came down with women and it came down to dating and all that kind of good stuff, I never was the one to chase after multiple women. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I, I just grew up cause, okay, my dad, by the time I was younger, my dad was in his 40s, 30s or 40s, so my dad was old school. Mm-hmm. I never hung around. I, I hung around my dad most of the times and his friends. So I was never really into what my generation was into starting at a young age. Mm. I mean, I wanted to have multiple girls, but I never was interested in pursuing that. Because at the end of the day, I I was comfortable with myself to where I didn't have to 
you know, every every other day, every week a different, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But when it came down to my wife, it was that relationship with us, it started off different than any other relationship that I ever been in. We started off as friends. And then we started getting a little bit closer. We got best friends. And then best friends with benefits and so forth and so on. So it it was a when we started dating, I knew that she was the one, but the only thing that was holding us back was we was in college. Yeah. I didn't want to get married in college. Cause we would have been on campus. We we would have been living on campus and I wanted to make sure everything we build outside of being in school. So I actually waited until we graduated on the day of graduation. I proposed to her. Yeah. And got married that same year. I think we had already had a, uh, we had our daughter, our junior year. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, when she was pregnant, that pushed me even more. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm locking it down. I, I'm trying to make sure nobody else sliding these DMs, whether they was or not. I gotta <laughs> lock this one down. Yeah, I feel that, man. I, I think that that's a beautiful thing too, because, like you said, you know, you had a goal. Yeah, it, it's just the. Do you want to be in a predicament to where you're tied down to one person? giving them the world or do you want to give the world do you want to give that one person the world or do you want to give what seems like to be the world to these other people mm. who could be talking to a whole nother man on the side like these they like would uh what they saying now sneaky links and all that kind of stuff yeah do you want to have that type of energy or do you want to be in a predicament to where hey i, I know what i want and I know what I'm going to get. And to be able to make her feel that way to where she doesn't have to have sneaky links and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, I, I think I think you you touched on a lot there, man. I, I think that um, like you were saying and like we've been been discussing this entire time, it's like that whole mindset shift and it's about knowing what you want and like directing your finances and so that um it works towards you getting to what you want and so it's mm -hmm. just like at the end of the day all these things are just tools and like mm -hmm. you know it's really not that complicated in the sense of you know you don't spend as much because you want to be able to take care of the one that you love and make sure that they're good right like make sure mm -hmm. that um, whatever puts a smile on their face, those kind of circumstances happen. Um, you want to make sure bills are paid because you don't want to have a predicament where they're in a situation uh, where um, the lights won't turn on or something like that. And when it comes mm -hmm. to investing for the future, you know, you know, you think about not only about what you want to do today, but what you want to do tomorrow. It can be as simple mm -hmm. as I want to take my special person to Hawaii. So you got to save for that. You know, is 
you you can't put yourself in a predicament like that because yeah it might happen today but you know you gotta eventually pay for that mm-hmm. man <laughs> I knew that this conversation was gonna be relaxing conversation and all those kind of things but um, I didn't imagine that you were gonna break it down that easily and just make it sound like common sense so I, I really appreciate that man I really appreciate the the time to be speaking with you today man, it's my pleasure I definitely appreciate the opportunity of course for sure for sure well I got a few lightning questions and then um what's it called man I'm gonna let you get back to your family and enjoy the rest of your your evening all right all right so what's your favorite relaxation or self-care activity my favorite relaxation I like to I like nature I really like just being able to be outside looking at everything and because nature nature to me is relaxing anytime I can really just sit outside and just look at nature like going to the reservoir or something like that or uh, any place that has a nice beautiful scene just really it helps calm me and that's one of the things that I enjoy doing I totally get that uh, what's your best book recommendation best book uh, rich dad poor dad yeah yeah and no. with that that book it breaks down it's a uh, Robert T Kiyosaki T Kiyosaki yes, yes that's a great book no I totally agree I, I really like that book as well and uh, one person that you would like to thank for your journey thus far? I would definitely like to appreciate you. If it wasn't for you, my business wouldn't be where it is today. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I, I really do. You know, um, I really think that you're a very talented individual and like you have a gift that um, you should share the world with. So I. I can't wait to see the rest of the products that you come out with, man. I definitely appreciate it. All right, man. Well, thank you again for being on the show, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right, you too. All right. This has been another episode of Don't Be Coy with Uncle Lou. As always, I'd like to thank this episode's guest for a great conversation, as well as thank you, the listener, for joining in. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular, I always appreciate your support. If you like today's episode and ever want to listen to more, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And to join our community and access future bonus content, be sure to visit dbkpodcast.com.